Hello and welcome to Trading Movies. I'm Junaid. And I'm Omar. And today we're discussing the box office phenomenon that is Barbie. Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! All right, so Omar, we watched this opening weekend. Uh, we did the classic Barbenheimer. We watched Oppenheimer first, took a day break, and then watched yes. Barbie. Uh, you already have our Oppenheimer review, guys. Yeah, Oppenheimer reviews. Up. Channel. Um, do you want me to go through like a quick plot and the basics, and then we can get into our Let's thoughts on the movie? Yeah. So the plot of this movie, FYI, there's going to be a spoiler. Uh, in an idealized Barbie world, one of Barbie's known one of the Barbies known as stereotypical Barbie has an existential crisis. In order to help alleviate her thoughts of dread, she decides to travel to the real world. Shenanigans ensue. That's about as much as I can explain this movie. Because it like essentially next, is the it's uh... next to impossible to explain though. Really, unless <laughs> yes. you like see it. Yeah, it's it's one you have to witness. Yeah, really. absolutely. Um, it's written and uh, directed by Greta Gerwig, and her writing partner is her husband Noah Baumbach. Uh, music is Mark Ronson, and it's starring Margot Robbie, who is also the executive producer. Yes. Uh, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, Will Ferrell, Kingsley Benadier, Simu Liu. All right, Omar, what did you think about this movie? You know, this may be our first episode where we are on opposite sides on this one. Yeah, you did not enjoy this movie as much as I did. I was not. So I have my positives for this movie. But uh, I've got my negatives, which took me out of the movie. And they essentially took me out of the movie to a point where I would say, ultimately, as a whole, I did not enjoy it. That's so interesting because I had the complete opposite. And I will say right off the top, Omar, you are empirically wrong because the box office <laughs> yes. has been insane. And maybe we should start with the box office, too, because this is a yep. this review can live on. But this what's going on right now in the box office is it's a insane. point in time. Yes. So we were talking about it earlier today, but it's been, what, seven days since the movie was released? Eight days? Because it came out Thursday, Thursday night, yeah, right? Two. Yep. It spent $500 million globally. Yeah, it's insane. It did $162 million its first weekend domestically. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's on a, this Monday, which is not a holiday Monday, just a Monday in the summer. It made thirteen million dollars. Yeah, it's not, it's not something I expected. I expected it to be a big weekend slash week because of both movies, and I I did expect Barbie to have a lead mm -hmm. in terms of its box office numbers and be pretty and be quite popular. Five hundred million in a week, I did not expect. But that. what's impressive is though, it's not like Oppenheimer's having a bad week. Oppenheimer is having a great week, yeah. and, and I think it's one of those instances where like a rising tide lifts all the boats, right? Yeah. Because both movies are doing fantastic. I just think there aren't a lot of movies that target the audience that Barbie targets, and when you feed an underserved audience, they're going to show up, you know? It's kind of like Crazy Rich Asians, same kind of thing. No yeah. one expected it, but then when you feed an audience, they're going to show up for it, and they're going to come in. I think there's something else to be said for this weekend that i really like or that really gives me um hope in terms of future movies to come mm -hmm. which is i think it showcased that there's a large appetite out there for a huge box office success when the name marvel isn't associated with it yeah um so exactly. when it's not a superhero when it's not uh, uh some kind of next movie in um, a series of movies whether it's whether that's marvel whether that's dc whether that's um i don't know like uh, star wars whatever it is you know like it's not that it's not that those movies that have bought these numbers this summer this summer has been about two very different movies 
completely different from anything we've seen um, ever, actually. Oppenheimer is very different and Barbie is completely different. Yeah, and I think I think it also shows you like there we should we should say Omer's right. It's not based on like comics, but it is technically based on intellectual property. Barbie was a previously yeah. thing and Oppenheimer, the movie is loosely based on the the book on Oppenheimer, which was called Prometheus. Yes. So all of that to say, though, what the real thing that sets those two movies apart is that the directors at the forefront and the writers at the forefront of these movies were empowered by their studios to do whatever they saw fit, right? They were given, like, the opportunity to, to create really what they saw in their mind. Like, the fact that Mattel is okay with their brand getting roasted in a movie about their number one toy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Right? And then the <laughs> fact that Greta Gerwig, the, Greta Gerwig is like an up and coming. Well, no, she's here. She's presented herself. She made $500 million. At this point, million. she's here. She yeah. made $500 million <laughs> in a week. Like, th- we do not empower enough directors who are not like straight white men, you know? Yeah. And Greta Gerwig is just proof that you can come from a non-traditional route and you can still make entertaining movies. You don't have to be like the same cookie cutter part of the same cinematic universe people what people really connect to are just good stories it doesn't matter where it comes from that's yeah. why a, a show like squid game can be successful we don't speak korean right <laughs> yeah. like that's that's it it's all but, about the content exactly and that, and i think that 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 cycles awesomely back to what i loved most about this movie which was the message i thought the the message of like individualism and the message of uh i mean Obviously, there's a pretty overt feminist message, but overall, it's empowering because if you look at this story, even if you look at the story from the perspective of Ken, what does he realize at the end of the movie? Oh, I'm not just and Ken. I can be my own person. Yeah. I don't need to follow the whatever the similar path is. And then obviously, like the the what I found the emotional core of the movie was uh, the speech America Ferrera makes about being a woman and you yeah. know, kind of being on the second on the like a second fiddle all the time. Again, those are all things that people are aware of, right? But it's not ever like outwardly spoken in that fashion, like right in your face. And sometimes we just need to call things out. And I found that that part of this movie really good because they just they make jokes at dudes' expenses and they call things out throughout yeah. the whole movie. And yeah. I really like that. What do you like with the movie? Uh, I like the Barbie world. So the beginning of the movie had me. Can we talk about that? The yes. set design in the Barbie design was world? amazing. So, dude, I I was like I was like low key. I was like I want a daughter. I want I want <laughs> for many reasons I want a daughter already, but I want a daughter now <laughs> so you can to have play the like because yo the Barbie Playhouse looks sick, yeah. and I never got to. Play, I don't know if you did because you have a sister, but I never got. I I never saw no Barbies in my house. No, I don't. No, my sister. I don't think. Well, I don't remember if she did to Barbies, but I don't think she did. Not that I remember. Yeah, so people are telling me yeah. about all these toys and all these references. I'm like, I have no idea what these are. It's going right over my head. So I did research. Later on, I'll get into it. But like, yeah. this, like I didn't know that was a real toy. I never played with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew that there were the sets and yeah, the, the but houses like, and but those, all but that But each, each house they show is like an actual toy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's why the product placement is insane. Which is in really movie. cool. It's so smart. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Um, So the Barbie world was fantastic. I loved uh, the beginning of, of, of them. I, I loved, you know, the, they went to the lens of Hey, she's uh, drinking, but nothing's coming out of the, of yeah. the cup. She's yeah. driving, but she's looking around, and the car's just moving on its own mm-hmm. because essentially they're in a Barbie world and they're being played with, yeah. I guess, by people, and nothing is actually real. In yeah, there's world. no like actual free will. Either, yeah, exactly. Right? So it was that was it was so it was really fun to watch that part. How she just like, hey, I don't go downstairs. 
I just end up downstairs. Yeah. So I just fly down. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I found the narration in that part really good too. Yeah. Helen Mirren. That exactly. was really funny. Yeah. That was really funny. So. I uh, I love that part. I loved when they introduced Ken. I liked Ken's. I like Ryan Gosling's character. Uh, like his picturization of Ken. I thought oh. it was great. What's his job? Beach. Beach. <laughs> loved it. So and, I mean, just his general the way he was played. He was funny. He was genuinely funny in the movie. I think uh, the I think that one thing we can say about this movie is all of the physical acting, like the way they acted like dolls. Yes. Kind of moved like dolls yeah. was really really good. Really good. And yeah. like actresses, actors, all of them. Uh, the physical side of this movie was excellent. Even the dance sequences, like really yeah. well choreographed and well action. Exactly. Uh, where this movie began to lose me was when they left Barbie World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, the positives were Barbie World for me. Uh, the comedy of Ryan Gosling, I did enjoy Will Ferrell in the film as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which which does come in the LA part, but in general, the leaving Barbie World and coming to the real world, that portion of the movie is where I began getting lost. I I did not like the real world either because i thought barbie world was such a great creation i didn't yeah. want to leave barbie world exactly it felt warm and fuzzy i wish there was like a adventure within barbie world as opposed to having to leave and get out when they left barbie world i also felt the, the advertisement of the movie very obvious like when they do the car chase yes. which is not needed and it's like the chevy badge is right in your face yeah, yeah. it's like i know i get it like, <laughs> trust me i've watched many transformers and marvel movies i do you remember that one transformers movie where mark Wahlberg like grabs a beer cracks it open in the middle of a fight and chugs it and it's like okay budweiser we understand <laughs> right um so but i i uh i did enjoy a couple of one two parts about it one was um the chase scene, there's one part where Will Ferrell is stuck behind like a turnstile and he's like, I need a badge. And someone gives him a badge and instead of swiping it, he throws it. And th- I don't know why, but just that piece of physical comedy killed me. I love that part too. Um, yeah. And then also I just found the the initial part of um, just the executives being in the room and for some reason Will Ferrell having pink drumsticks. Like he's just he just has pink drumsticks when he's conducting the executive yeah. meeting. Those are just the stupid things that Will Ferrell just does in movies that yeah. for 30 years now it's made me laugh he plays himself in every movie it, essentially <laughs> but but he does he does in the end he does have like he does care about barbie which i found was kind yes. of endearing yeah you know and i don't know if you saw this but it wasn't at our theater but at a lot of the bigger theaters i saw even in the states you know the barbie box that they try to put her in yeah Robin, they actually have those at theaters yeah yeah and for, you can, like take uh, photos. pictures yeah that's so cool man like yeah the marketing cool. is unreal um, they spent 150 mil. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard. 150 million on marketing. Yeah, but so I listened to a podcast with one of the marketing people. Um, really, what they so this is how the marketing deals work. So this is some business knowledge. So imagine you're a brand like let's say you're Chevy, okay, and you know you have to spend money on Instagram ads. What Chevy does, what Barbie does, sorry, is we reach out to Chevy and we say we'll let you use our IP for free, and Chevy says okay we're already going to spend money on the ad. So Barbie's not paying for any of that marketing. Oh. It's like, so some of it is like trading, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like mutually beneficial. Um, did you see that, pic- that, uh, that image that came out of that really pink house in Malibu? Um, it was like a Barbie dream house essentially in Malibu. And it was a deal with Airbnb and you could like oh. rent it for a night. Like oh, the- that's pretty cool. So it's very clever, like intelligent kind of marketing schemes. And yes, they did spend a lot of money. But I anticipate on the back end when it comes to like dolls and stuff like that that they're gonna sell, I, I think they're gonna make a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already made five hundred million. On the movie I mean, the movie, the movie, <laughs> the, the movie alone is one thing. Yes. But like, dolls get sold infinitely. Yes. Movies get watched and then people stop watching them. Yeah. Dolls, like, I'm sure the the spike in Barbie sales, like, just 
in general, even not Margot Robbie related barbecues, will be huge. Yeah. And all thanks to her, really. Um, I so going back to Barbie World, like it, the set design was really important to me, and I think that if they didn't hit that off the mark, I would not have enjoyed the movie as much as I did. And that was that was really good. It was good, but I, they, like you said, I I wish they stayed there longer. Yeah, I I, yeah. I wish I, I want to see did. more Barbie World. And it was cool though, because at the end of the movie, when they're back in Barbie World, you kind of get a sequence where you see all of Barbie World and all the cool different things they have. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I got to see that because because <laughs> it, it's like they have a whole set of toys, right, that they could use essentially as backdrops. Like if you have like a water park Barbie set or whatever, like you could use that, right? Yeah. Um, so I wish I wish they had done that. Um, the music. I found that one song that they do the opening dance sequence so catchy. True, yeah. The Dua Lipa song, the Dua, so yeah. catchy. That was catchy, yeah. And then the Ken song at the end. What do you think about that? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, he's so funny. Man. Yeah, bro, he was hilarious. He's yeah, so funny. Um, yeah, I, but no, I, I agree with the first um. Uh, yeah, the Dua Lipa song is so catchy. That was and you know she's song. in the movie, right? At one point, she's the uh, she's the mermaid. Ah, yeah. and she then John was the Cena becomes, becomes, the becomes the mermaid for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we, we gotta we gotta get into a couple of things. So, Margot Robbie, what do you think about her acting? That was great. I I honestly think she could like. So I was trying to do the math in my head because you know we're movie podcasters now. Yes. So like I was like Oscar wise, I'm like she could get nominated for best actress. I think she will. I think she because will. of like. But what I do see, what I was saying to. What I said before the movie came out um, was that I don't think you could replace Margot Robbie with another actress. No, nope. at all. Like nope. you know, you can look at you can look at Ryan Gosling's character, and like this is before the movie came out. So I was like, and because and Ryan Gosling was great, like amazing. But like I, before the movie came out, I was looking at, I was like, you know, potentially you like Ryan Gosling can could have could have been played by someone else too. But Barbie, I was like. I can't think of one person in Hollywood that I would be like, hey, why did they choose her instead of Margot Robbie? Like, yeah. Margot Robbie is the perfect casting she, you can get for this She movie. is the, quote, stereotypical Barbie. Barbie, exactly. Like, and, yeah. But I think further to that, like, there are a lot of people who are beautiful. Yeah. But being able to be beautiful and that acting and the physicality of the role combined exactly. with it, yeah. she really hit it out of the park. And let's be honest. Been a fan of her for a long time. Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. She was twenty years old in that movie, and we everyone was like, "Whoa, who is this person?" Like that. The scene she steals some scenes from Leo in that movie. Yeah. Right. And she was like, yeah, "No one. No one really knew anything about her." Yeah. So the fact that she's a good actress that shouldn't come as a surprise. I think. I think what's impressive is that like, her performance at times was touching in what should be a comedy movie. Like there are times where Barbie tears up, or yeah. when she comes to like a realization about her life, and you're like why do I feel emotions in a Barbie movie? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? And that's just acting and good writing. But, exactly. like, she she really, she carries the film, and I don't think, I don't think this movie does what it does if she's not in it. Absolutely. Do you know who Absolutely. was attached to the movie before her? No. Oh, it's going to blow your mind. Who was it? Amy Schumer. Obviously, it would have been a completely different movie. Uh, would have been a completely different movie. But I didn't know this movie was in talks before Margot Robbie brought it up. So it was. So this. So I was gonna save this for later. So this was owned. The IP was owned by a different studio before. Okay. And then they lost their rights, and Margot Robbie and her production team, whatever her business, stepped in and they bought it. Okay. Um. So she owned the rights to make the movie, and she was executive producing it. So she hired Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach to only to write the movie. Okay. Then 
when she finishes writing the movie, Greta Gerwig's like, I kind of want to direct this movie. And Margot Robbie is like, I'm the executive producer. So, yeah, okay, you can direct it. And so Greta Gerwig would not have gotten this job if Margot Robbie didn't give her the green light. And that's, I was going to mention this later on, but we got to talk about the fact that Margot Robbie is probably one of the top actresses in Hollywood now just because of this movie. And I think it, she was the top one before this movie. No, but like I'm talking in terms of like in terms of juice Numbers? and juice, getting uh, things getting things made, even getting things made that you're not in, like just producing, producing shows movies, and, yeah. and TVs that you're interested in because like she this was a real gambit for her. She she I mean she's probably going to make like 7500 mil from this direct. Not yeah. to mention that she now has a proving track record. Obviously, she had one before, but this is a whole other atmosphere, right? And in, like, what, less than 10 years, she goes from Wolf of Wall Street, which is, what, 2015? 2014. 2014. Or, no, 2013. 20, so in 10 years, 10 years, she goes from starting in that movie to now executive producing what is arguably the movie of the summer. Yeah. That's an amazing trajectory for um, a woman from Australia who has no nepotistic background in the film industry. Absolutely. It's it's impressive beyond a doubt. It was very impressive, and we were talking before, like a few months ago, if you remember. You know, uh, I brought up the subject of hey, you know, Margot Robbie had a couple of like bombs, mm-hmm. like yeah, flops. You, you mentioned that, yeah, because yeah. of Babylon, yeah, yeah, Babylon didn't do well. Um, and then we even said it depends on Barbie. Yeah, yeah, we said yeah. So we talked about how uh, Babylon didn't do well. Her movie before that, um, she was in that um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam didn't do well. That was a no. fail as well. So we're like, wow, she's she's coming two big ones. Um, uh, two of the bigger movies of the year mm-hmm. and they've failed mm-hmm. so there's a lot riding on barbie for her in terms of you know is she gonna pull in the numbers yeah uh, but and this the is quality like, as well this yeah. is like this is like you hit a buzzer beater uh in the game seven of the nba finals that's oh, what that's absolutely. what she did this, exactly this movie. so like her stock is like at number one just again right away Yeah, and especially yeah. the fact that this was her baby from the start yeah the fact that she saw it to fruition that is so hard to do in hollywood like there's so many big actors that can never get movies off the ground yeah they don't have the whatever it is yeah and yeah it's, it's she's no... proven herself to be uh uh like in in produce like she's been a producer now for i want to say six five six years yeah five, and, and six, she yeah. picks she picks good directors that she works with in general yeah and I, I find that like even like the birds of prey movie like she she had an idea and she went for it you yeah know? she's not she's not like she's not ever like going for a single she's always swinging and yeah. going for a homer you know yeah, and this she's... time she hit a grand slam yeah that's just that's the difference uh in terms of uh if we're talking about margo though you got to talk about her affection uh aka ryan gosling <laughs> yes um I think I I think it's safe to say that you loved his performance in this movie. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, he was so funny. He's such a good airhead. He's he's a great airhead, and he was. I mean, Ryan Gosling gives you that like calm, cool, collected vibe. So he yeah. had that like cool, cool, like chill guy vibe. But then this, like, he's but also, also trying to act hard. He's also trying to act <laughs> hard. Super and, like, like, like act Yeah, it's so. I wish I loved. I loved that part of it. Like I love that he he did that. Yeah, like him yeah. trying to be included and getting jealous at like yeah. Barbie <laughs> saying hi to another Ken is so funny. But I love the over the top acting. I yeah, that's what makes this movie so funny. Though, yeah, is because like a lot of people though don't get overacting. Overacting has its place. Yeah, this, a, there this, are moments in time. This movie is made for overacting. Exactly, you need overacting. In this and movie. I think that's why I like Barbie Land so much more. It's because Barbie Land it makes sense to overact. The performances make sense. Yeah, right. But then doing it in the regular world, it's funny for a bit, but then it gets boring after a while. Right? It's like fish out of water. It's like I want to see them in Barbie world. Yes, yeah. that's that's it. Exactly. He, uh, 
I, we already mentioned I love his job being beach. Um, his abs just absolutely on point. I don't oh know yeah, what, I don't looks know what, exactly like the doll. Yeah, like, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know what 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 his workout regime was like. I'm assuming they must have had like like an ab ripper on on set <laughs> between 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 scenes. He's just yeah. working out. Um, his singing was hilarious. Yeah, it got three million streams overnight after its release on uh, Spotify. Oh yeah, the, the Ken song. Yeah. Um, him discovering the patriarchy was really funny. I love that part. And that was in LA, and that yeah. was so funny. And then he goes to the library and gets books on trucks and horses. Yeah, I'm like, it's such a dude thing. And then, and then the one of the funniest moments of physical comedy I found was when the women take back Barbie Land, and him and the boys come from their beach fight, yeah. and they're all fake galloping on horses, like fake. I was like, this is. I don't know who thought of this, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Like, I haven't fake galloped in a long time, but it's funny. Yeah. It's funny when grown ass men are doing it. <laughs> I, I'm like, this man is a father of like three or whatever. And he's just, he's galloping, galloping. for money. Like, we're so jokes. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I just think uh, his acting was, was awesome. And you're right. Someone else could have played him, but I don't think the performance could have been the same. No, after seeing the movie too, I was just like, nah, man, I can't, no, no one else. <laughs> it's their Barbie and their Ken. And yeah. uh, Greta Gerwig has said that uh, she's not, they're not going to make a Barbie too. Uh, and I'm glad for it. I don't because, think they need to because the, their performances are then like in amber. You know, it's like it's 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 just it. It yeah. doesn't ruin the legacy at all. Yeah. Uh, the last actor I wanted to talk about, or actress I should say, was America Ferrera. Have you watched the show Superstore? Yes, I have. I like her in that show. I show. love Superstore. Yeah. And I thought she was like playing such an Amy in this movie. Like, she, yeah, yeah. She I was, felt like she was very similar. Like, very similar character. Has a husband, has a daughter. You know, has a fiction relationship with her daughter. Wants to get closer to her, yeah. which are like similar beats to the show. Um, but I think her moment, her highlight was the the speech that she makes um, in Barbie Land, which was which was brilliant about just you know the plight of the modern woman, uh, and I think what what makes it even more kind of impactful is that her husband through this movie is just a normal good guy. Yeah. Like he's supportive. He's trying to learn Spanish. He's not some like evil villain. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. It just yeah. Show, it goes to show you though, that like the, like a person's experience, they can be surrounded by all these good things, but their experience can still be impacted by something out of their control, whether it's their gender or their skin color or whatever. Um, so I, I, I found that whole characterization, her character was really impressive. And with that being said, her daughter roasting Barbie. Yeah. Bro, (laughs) that was a stab in the heart, man. Gen Z was so clutch at that moment. Yes. Yeah. Like it was brilliant. And like Barbie, Margot Robbie just standing there, like breaking down. (laughs) She's like, I need to go. Uh, Thank you. It's always great when someone gets insulted and they say thank you and leave. Yes, like, that is, that is like, great. Like you, you fed me my my meal. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I shall go. So, but uh, so I like America Ferrera's character. I gotta say though that her her speech is it, it didn't resonate with me. No, why not? Her speech was like like I I understood they were going the the message they were going for, and I just thought the speech overdid it. I think I think I think it hit the right mark. For well, me, I was getting too. For me, her speech was getting cringe. You think it was too? You think it was too long? I think it was long, and I think it was a bit much. I think that was. I think the, it was unnecessary. I think that was. I would disagree with that because I think that the only point in the movie—that's the only point in the movie where um, her character gets any any point point to shine. And I think that's yeah. the whole point: is that she needs to be, she needs to plant that idea so that. 
stereotype Barbie then makes a choice at the end of the movie. Okay, I, I can right? see that. Yeah. To make, like, she's like, I understand that real women, because Barbie is not real, um, go through these issues, but it's my choice to then choose to go down that path if I want to become a real person. So I found that, like, uh, those two ideas connecting. Well, I actually found a little annoying, but then also funny, was that she had to repeat the entire speech to every Barbie to break their to break yeah. their, uh, to break their, their, their mind, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That that was... <laughs> that, Spell they were under. I was like, that's ridiculous, but also, like, kind of, like... It's one of those jokes where, like, you know those jokes where it's funny, and then if you do it a lot, it's not funny, but yeah. then if you keep doing it, it gets funny, it gets again. funny again. It's like that. Yeah. Um, okay. We need to talk about the Kens. Yes. Okay. Simulu. Hilarious. Yep. Did you like him? I liked him. Our Canadian, our Canadian boy. So two yep. Kens were Canadian because Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling Canadian too. too. Yeah. Um, and then what do you think about Kingsley Benadire? He's the the one who's like his Ken's uh, best friend. He's the black, uh, the black. Um, oh, Ken. true. Yeah, but I don't know if he was in the movie that much. Was he? Was so he so lot? here's why I have to mention him. One, he's the bad guy in a in a show called Secret Invasion, uh, and he's really really good in that. Okay. But there's another reason I want to bring him up too. We recently went to a movie together and we saw a trailer for a famous reggae artist. Do you remember this trailer? For a famous reggae artist? Yeah, it's a biopic. They're making a movie on... Do you know? No, I don't... Bob Marley? We saw this trailer? Yeah, I, did you not see it in Mission Impossible? Oh, you weren't there with me, but it was in Mission Impossible. Oh, trailer. I don't remember having the... I don't remember seeing that trailer when so I went to So there's going to be a, a Bob Marley movie. Wow, Kingsley Benadire is playing Bob Marley, and he looks and sounds exactly like him. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a really good actor. When's that movie coming out? Uh, in the fall, I think. Okay, I don't know when. Quite I don't cool. know when exactly. Uh, well, uh, let's see if it doesn't get delayed. It's a yeah. British. It's a British movie, so it might still get released in like the UK, but then not come out here because of the actor strike. Oh yeah, remember. okay. But yeah. yeah, everything's getting delayed right now. Um, and then the Barbies. I I thought that was good that they had a nice mix of Barbies. It wasn't just like blonde Barbies. Um, yeah. A lot of good different actresses. I like that um, the president. The president was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, there's like even the president's at my girl's night. And she's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> I liked uh, I liked Weird Barbie because when she was always in a sp- Kate, Kate McKinnon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was really Kate McKinnon's funny too, yeah. right? Just in general. Um, and then yeah, they have like doctor, physicist, reporter. Yeah. The reporter Barbie was Daisy. Yeah, I don't know if you know that, but uh, I'm proud. You could have been a doctor though, so <laughs> putting that out there. Or a lawyer. Or a lawyer. Um, the two jokes roasting us specifically the one about the snyder cut there's yeah a and then the one about the godfather where it's yeah. like have a boy watch the godfather and then talk through the whole thing and my wife like she like elbowed me so hard in my ribs i could probably still feel it like, <laughs> the um uh, the snyder cut was hilarious that was so funny <laughs> man was really like funny. so good and it's funny because because that is also a deep cut like godfather everyone knows yeah but like a lot of people don't know what snyder cut is referencing exactly like, that, that's a justice league would... reference bro yeah this deep <laughs> you were not there in 2016 I, yeah and i was not expecting that to <laughs> uh to, to be a joke in this movie i but... mean i feel like they only got the snyder cut because of the pandemic let's see like, what we that's got the it. only reason yeah they're like here's another hundred million dollars <laughs> whatever you needed <laughs> i can't believe that um okay and we can't leave the show uh, without talking about greta gerwig so have you watched ladybird I haven't seen Lady Bird. I've seen Little Woman. I love Little Women. Yeah, Little Women. Oh was my good. god, Little Women was so uh, good. But I, I, I'm, I would like to watch Lady Bird because I did look it up. Uh, Maybe I'll assign it to you. It was a good movie. I mean, uh, not, sorry, it was a good rated movie. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really good. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll maybe I'll. Apparently, it's a it comedy. Eh? 
it's like a comedy coming of age movie loosely based on her life as well okay um it's pretty good um i don't think she she might not have a movie this big again in terms of like the business that it's doing but i think her cultural power is going to be pretty big now when you consider that her next two movies are narnia movies yeah, I think her I think her her name gets a boost with this. I just think this the the title of this movie and the brand of this movie was bigger than her. Yeah. So this movie, I don't I this movie would have done this business regardless of the director. I, I don't think this business, but it would have done good business. Good business, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I mean the, the movie ended up being people was something people liked. So yeah. people that's why word of mouth and stuff has made people go back to see it. Plus the ratings have been good. Mm-hmm. Um but uh uh but in general this movie was bringing in a high opening weekend regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I agree. I, I think in general, I'm she's one of those people now for me where whatever she makes next, I'm there. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it because there are very few people who can put take an idea from their mind and directly translate it onto screen. Yeah. There's like the Denny Villeneuves and the Tarantinos and Nolan. and like the Nolans and the Gorbig is there for me in terms of she's had three movies now. Her last three movies were all certified bangers, yeah? Yeah. So I'm you. You've got a hit rate at this point, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be there, and I'm gonna sit in a movie theater with a large popcorn. So, Omar, one more thing. Um, this movie, apparently, seven hundred million by this Sunday. So, recording this on a Friday, this is the eighth day it's been out. Yeah. So, probably a billion by the end of the summer, which is just easily ma- a billion, madness. I think. Yeah, madness. I think he's the billion. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I, 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 anytime a movie makes that much, but like I have in my notes here, you mentioned this earlier, they did spend 150 million on marketing. Uh, I'm going to name a couple of the marketing partners. They had over a hundred partners, Chevy, Airbnb, Aldo, Burger King, Forever 21, Gap, Hot Topic, Primark. That's like four clothing companies. Yeah. Just right there. Yeah. Big ones too. Yeah. Good for them, man. Forever 21, Hot Topic, Gap and Primark. All four. Yeah. So, I mean. Maybe this is too late, 30 minutes late into a podcast to mention, but you and I are not the target audience for this uh, movie. So maybe we weren't getting inundated with the Barbie product ads as much as other people. But from my understanding, they were pretty hard on like the SEO. Yeah. So see, I didn't, I'm sure people um, who are, or I'm sure the women who have been really <laughs> grew up with Barbie yeah. and stuff got a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick it up. I heard, I heard there was a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I personally didn't pick it up. No, me neither. Yeah. But, but I know one thing though, when they dropped that meme generator, where it's like Barbie and it's like this Barbie has seasonal depression or whatever. And like, it'd be a picture and it'd be, it'd be like the Barbie ad Yeah, that went viral on my Instagram. Like I saw people posting like Barbie pictures, like for like days afterwards, it had a very good marketing campaign. It's going to be studied for years. I think it's marketing campaign is one of the best I've seen ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so funny, funny thing about this movie, Omer is, you know how we watch Marvel movies and we have like Easter eggs. Yes. It's like, oh, this guy's from this movie or this. So obviously you and I don't have any background with Barbie. We no. don't we we know probably we we from walking in toy aisles that there are different Barbies, obviously. Like, yeah. you know, there's a horse Barbie or whatever. But this movie, what was interesting and what I appreciate Greta Gerwig for is she included these Barbies as kind of like Easter eggs for Barbie fans. So there was one character, Midge, who they show at the beginning. She's played by Emerald Fennel, Fennel, sorry, who's um pregnant Barbie. And so she's originally Barbie's friend. And then they're like, we're going to release another version in the 90s. I think it was in the 90s. Uh, oh, 2002. Um, where she's pregnant. And it's she's, she's pregnant and it comes with uh, Dr. Barbie. So it's like, you know, the dolls play together or whatever. 
and the backlash was swift people were like you cannot show a doll that's pregnant how dare you <laughs> and then and then Mattel was like but like she's not like a teenager she's just a woman with a baby like what, yeah. what, do, you, what do you want so like later packaging they would include like a cutout of Alan Michael Sarah's character like as her husband <laughs> oh no way <laughs> yeah like it was that intense I was like bro this is post 9-11 we had bigger problems why are you guys, you guys focused on this um and then yeah so it's just like it, people people just got so like angry over it there were a lot of different Barbies, obviously, that we saw in the movie that were real ones, like President Barbie, Writer Barbie, Lawyer Barbie, Judge Barbie, Mermaid Barbie, Reporter Barbie, Doctor Barbie. I want to talk to you about Alan, Michael Sarah's character. The, the five seconds he was in, uh, he got a fight scene. Okay. Oh, true, he, <laughs> he did. did. He got a fight scene. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Alan was originally released because Barbie and Ken were like a couple, and Barbie had Midge as her friend, who then later became the pregnant Midge. So they're like, wait. It's like a third wheel. <laughs> we need we need a friend for Ken who can date Midge, and that became Alan. Uh, and Alan's just like a boring character. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get to do anything. Um, and then in as part of like their as part of their like crew, they have like Earring Ken, who wore an earring and had like a funky outfit in the nineties. Um, so then a bunch of people started buying him and sold him out, and he became kind of symbolic of the gay community, but it was completely unintentional. Yeah. So they were like, success, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Um, and then this one is really interesting, this last one. Literally, this is the name, Sugar Daddy Ken, released oh, in yeah. 2009, and it's a more mature look of Ken. I, it blows my mind. And they're like, it's meant for adult collectors. I was like, really? I was like, that is wild. And they included it like a part of it in the movie and like the background. But I was like, as someone who appreciates when I'm watching a comic book movie and they're like, here's random dealers characters name on a computer screen. Yeah. And I get really excited. I'm like, Credit Garber did some work here. She went through the catalog. She's like, who are the Barbies people hate? And <laughs> or like people who cause the most trauma or drama. And we're gonna include them in the movie. So she did no one can deny her from saying that she really went through the IP, you know? Yeah. She worked at it. She worked at it. And but see a lot of these references like Sugar Daddy Ken and stuff, they went, went right over my head. Yeah. I, I yeah. watched like probably like forty minutes of YouTube videos and then I read a bunch of things on like Reddit and like articles. Yeah. There are a lot of articles about the movie now because it's done so much business. Yeah. Um it was impossible for me to do full research on this movie because like Greta Gerwig is doing so many interviews. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, like, there's so much stuff coming out. Yeah. Um I did hear one thing though that in the middle of the movie there was like a fart song and they 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 put it to, to test audiences and they a fart opera and uh test audiences did not like it but Greta Gerwig thought it was really funny I think, okay, I, I, think I, see it, I think it was like the Kens doing it I'm not sure but I, like, I would have I would have enjoyed that <laughs> that's so random like okay cool good for you um but with that being said guys that's all we have to say about Barbie or anything else to add no, go give it a watch. It's the biggest movie of the summer. Clearly. Honestly, here's what I'll say. It's very rare that you get to go to a movie that is empowering, that is fun, and that you get to dress up for without really trying. I wore pink. I wore pink too. Our entire crew wore pink. Yeah. And then we went out for a beautiful Turkish meal after. We did indeed. It was. A, you know what? You should do that. Watch Watch Barbie, then go eat some Turkish food. Adana kebabs. Yes. It's a good deal. Delicious. Thanks, everyone. Bye.